KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, shaping the next generation of data-driven problem solvers. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu. Good morning, I'm Tebby Cruz. It's Friday, September 16th. The arson trial surrounding the destruction of the U.S.'s Bonham Richard is now underway. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. San Diego federal prosecutors dismissed charges this week against one of the five officers tried in the Navy bribery case. Jurors were unable to reach a verdict against former Rear Admiral Bruce Loveless. He was one of five officers tried for allegedly accepting bribes from foreign defense contractor Fat Leonard Francis. The other four officers were convicted and will be sentenced later this year. Francis fled from his San Diego home earlier this month while under house arrest. He remains on the run. Vista High School canceled after-school events and football games this week as tensions continue over an attack involving some of the school's football players. The San Diego County Sheriff's Department has said the attack did not involve a sexual assault and the 14-year-old victim was not hurt. But the department is still investigating the incident, and so is the Vista Unified School District, along with a third-party investigator. It's been over a week since Queen Elizabeth II passed away. This weekend, there will be a memorial service held in her honor before her funeral on Monday. The House of England and the San Diego Corgi Club will be hosting a memorial at the House of Pacific Relations in Balboa Park Sunday at noon. If you'd like to watch the funeral, Shakespeare Pub and Grill will be opening at 2.30 a.m. on Monday to live stream coverage of the funeral in London. You can also watch on KPBS-TV starting at 1 a.m. on Monday. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. A Navy arson trial is about to get underway more than two years after fire destroyed the U.S.'s Bonham Richard. KPBS military reporter Steve Walsh says the trial comes as the Navy continues to unravel why the fire became one of the worst peacetime disasters in Navy history. Beginning on July 12, 2020, the USS Bonham Richard burned for nearly five days in San Diego Bay. It was uh, horrifying. It was the biggest fire I've ever seen in my life. A lot of sailors did a lot of hard work to try and save that ship, and unfortunately, it was just too big. The fire was too large. Penny was off that Sunday morning. 
By the time he arrived at Naval Base San Diego, the ship was in flames. Penny became one of the Navy investigators on the origins of the fire. He hasn't spoken publicly about the disaster until now. The bottom Richard was being renovated when the fire broke out. In addition, Penny says they were short-handed that morning. Lack of experience, lack of training. That coupled with uh, the loss of electrical power on board. When an explosion sent debris hurtling into the nearby USS Fitzgerald, commanders ordered the power to the pier cut so the ships could make an emergency exit, cutting power to firefighters. Darren Hall is with Miramar Fire Academy and a captain with the Coronado Fire Department with 25 years experience. He says nothing compares with the Bonham Richard fire. Not in my career. This has probably been the largest one I've been familiar with on the bay in recent memory. He says local firefighters are invited to train with the Navy, though Navy reports also say mutual aid agreements with local departments are decades old. Fires on board ships are so different, they aren't even part of the curriculum for beginning firefighters. The first part is, it's all metal. So your, your heat that's going to be conducting through where you're walking on, uh, different floors of the ship, when you're looking for where the seat of the fire is, it could be deep inside of the ship. There are still key questions about how the Bonhomme Richard fire started. Ship fires are actually fairly common. Nonetheless, Seaman Apprentice Ryan Sawyer Mays is charged with arson and set to face a court-martial later this month. His attorneys want to introduce evidence of another small fire that broke out on the nearby USS Essex that same morning. Gary Barthel was part of Mays' legal team. He says arson can be hard to prove, especially when there's extensive damage. Mays has maintained his innocence throughout, and, and whether, whether uh, it can be proven that it was an arson or not, I think that's one area that needs to be processed. In military court, the admiral in charge has the final word, but one reason the case has taken so long to come to trial is a hearing officer actually ruled the Navy didn't have enough evidence to convict Mays. She did not believe, based on this evidence, that the government would be able to prove its case beyond a reasonable doubt and recommended that the case not go to a general court-martial. Penny, who investigated the fire, is now head of damage control on the USS Portland, a ship very similar to the USS Bonhomme Richard. Penny pushes the crew of his new ship. We do drills constantly. We train the crew constantly. I have changed the way that we do training on here. Every single sailor from the captain down to the newest sailor on board is required to don a firefighting ensemble. Our firefighting systems are maintained at the highest level possible. Penny worries that it could happen again. Every day is filled with, with some type of anxiety. You know, uh, after seeing the BHR, I would be lying if I didn't say that it is, I, I am worried every moment. At least 20 officers and sailors were disciplined after the fire on the Bonham Richard. Meanwhile, the Navy waits for the jury to decide what caused the fire that destroyed the billion-dollar warship. Steve Walsh, KPBS News. A San Diego researcher says the U.S. government's tense relationship with China could be bad for addressing climate change. KPBS environmental reporter Eric Anderson has details. A UCSD researcher says the long-running political spat between two of the planet's most powerful countries could make it harder to slow the pace of global warming. We're definitely very worried that the increasing geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China is going to make it more difficult. Michael Davidson examined five key areas. They include mature green tech like wind, solar and battery power, 
as well as two emerging technologies, carbon capture and green steel. He says U.S.-China collaboration has lowered the cost of green technology, and Davidson says that should not be impacted by political friction and national security risks. We can manage those while also not putting up unnecessarily barriers. The findings are published in the current edition of the journal Science. Eric Anderson, KPBS News. Californians with serious mental health disorders and substance abuse problems may soon be ordered by a judge to get treatment. KPBS health reporter Matt Hoffman says Care Court has to be up and running in San Diego by next October. My son has spent more time in jail and prison than he ever has in a hospital. Anita Fisher is no stranger when it comes to mental health services. She worked for the San Diego chapter of the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and she has a personal connection. Fisher says her son, Pharaoh, a former medic in the U.S. Army, is diagnosed with schizophrenia, and he's been in and out of treatment for years. California's Care Court codifies a process for court-ordered treatment for those suffering from severe mental illness. And I know there was definitely opposition to it because of right, but my son has no rights in jail or prison either. And so I would rather that he be temporarily, you know, involuntarily treated in some manner so that he can then again be able to lead his own life. Matt Hoffman, KPBS News. San Diego Mayor Todd Gloria had some time in the national spotlight yesterday The mayor participated in a White House conference aimed at countering hate-fueled violence and extremism in the U.S. Here's KPBS reporter John Carroll. Gloria joined one other Democrat and two Republican mayors at a panel discussion, part of the United We Stand Summit. At one point, Gloria was asked how we can work together to make our communities better. He had a somewhat unexpected answer. Get off social media. I mean, we're, it's a flippant answer, but I mean, we're so much better than who we present ourselves uh, in the digital world. These hate-filled voices, these people that take their hatred and their vitriol and they turn it into violence, they are not the majority. Gloria also pointed out that he appointed the city's first-ever race and equity officer. He called that decision a case of leading by example. John Carroll, KPBS News. Coming up... We have some weekend arts events worth checking out. We'll have that and more just after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. 
We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. This week marks the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month when we celebrate the positive contributions Latinos have on our society and nation. KPBS reporter Kitty Alvarado found a muralist who's making an impact. With a shake of a can and push of a button, Paul Jimenez creates magic in lifelike murals. He's half of the team that makes up ground floor murals. Their work can be seen throughout San Diego and feature the city's sports legends. It all started with Tony Gwynn. Everyone was really pretty upset and, and down and there was a lot, of t- a lot of tension in the air in San Diego due to the pandemic. And I put out there, hey, I want to paint Tony Gwynn somewhere. If anybody has a wall, I'll do it for the cost of supplies. He says it's important for everyone to find themselves reflected in the art they see around them. And he feels blessed. He found inspiration in his diverse community. The influence of Chicano Park was huge for me. That was the first time that I ever really felt very proud to be this skin color, very proud to be Mexican, very proud to be from San Diego, and knowing that this whole park is dedicated to my people. Jimenez says he just wants little kids who look like him to dream big. Anything is possible. I I truly, truly believe it. If you believe it, it truly is. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. And before you go, we have a preview of Weekend Arts events for you. Here's KPBS arts producer Julia Dixon-Evans speaking with Jade Heinemann about her recommendations for the weekend. For our weekend preview, we have contemporary art, some soul, dance, and kickball. Joining me with all the details is KPBS arts producer and editor Julia Dixon-Evans. And Julia, welcome. Hi, Jade. Thanks for having me. So the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego in La Jolla is opening a new exhibition this weekend, and you've got a preview. Um, What can you tell us about this exhibition? Right. So this is a retrospective of influential Los Angeles artist Alexis Smith. You might know her work from the UCSD Stewart Art Collection, and she's also known for her murals and her collage work, a lot of which kind of combines the two. One of these works, it's this iconic large-scale wall painting of Marilyn Monroe wearing these sculptural sunglasses that kind of jut out from the wall. And the piece is called Men Seldom Make Passes. It's a nod to that Dorothy Parker poem. And inside the glasses are these collaged football pictures. And she has definitely resisted being pigeonholed or categorized as an artist, but she always sort of came back to this American fascination with Hollywood, with advertising, and with celebrity. And I talked to the curator, Anthony Graham, and he said that she is mining these cultural objects of America and looking at how these things kind of shape how we think of ourselves and of culture. She's really looking to these ideas of old Hollywood, this myth that, you know, the girl next door, the boy next door could head west arrive in Hollywood and like make it on the silver screen and become a star, you know, that becomes a really clear example for her of what she sees as a really particularly American ethos. 
of self-invention and self-reinvention. And this exhibition just opened to the public and it'll be on view through the end of January. That's at the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego at their La Jolla campus. Now here's something fun. Local contemporary dance company Disco Riot is presenting choreo and kickball this weekend. Uh, So will there really be kickball? Yes, there will. So this is an extension of Disco Riot's popular choreo and series. They've done it with rock climbing. They've done it with roller skating. And this weekend's is also a part of the city of San Diego's Park Social Initiative, which was designed to provide opportunities for local artists and also get art out into the city's parks. This one is in Claremont Mesa at Olive Grove Park. And Disco Riot dancers will be performing a a series of new works of choreography. And in between the dances, there's going to be some games of kickball that everyone in the audience can join in on. And in music, CeeLo Green is coming to The Shell to perform a tribute to the godfather of soul himself, James Brown. The tour is called CeeLo Green as Soul Brother 100. Tell us about this show. Yeah, so this is an outdoor show at the Shell Sunday night at 7.30. And CeeLo Green will perform a little bit of his own stuff, as well as renditions of James Brown's iconic music. And Carl Denson's Tiny Universe will also perform. They're a funk and a groove band fronted by Carl Denson, who's also one of the founding members of Greyboy All-Stars. They're a local band. And I will leave you with some music from Carl Denson's Tiny Universe from their latest album. This is Can You Feel It? When the rhythm fills the night All the stars are shining bright Can you feel it? Feel it? Feel it? People looking all around All right, that's Carl Denson's Tiny Universe with Can You Feel It? They'll perform alongside CeeLo Green at the Shell on Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. For details on these and more arts events, or to sign up for Julia's weekly newsletter, go to kpbs.org arts. I've been speaking with KPBS arts producer and editor Julia Dixon-Evans. Julia, thanks. Thank you, Jade. Have a good weekend. That was KPBS arts producer and editor Julia Dixon-Evans. Speaking with KPBS Midday Edition host Jade Hyman. That's it for the podcast today. This podcast is produced by KPBS senior producer, Brooke Ruth, and producer, Emmeline Mohebi. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.